I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two groups, artists, whatever, name, sound familiar, similar. This week we're talking about Cake Shelton. You tell me that you love me so you tell me that you care, but when I need you, baby, we're never there. I'm Jared Caleb. This is Tyler. And once again, this week we're covering Country Superstar and Delicious Treat. Yes. <laughs> is it a layer cake? <laughs> They do have a lot of layers. Ogres have they layers. Do. They actually, uh, I did not know this, but I did learn it this week. Their name, Cake, is not based on the delicacy. Mm-hmm. It is rather referring to, uh, it's meant to be like when something insidiously becomes a part of your life. Mm-hmm. We mean it more as something that cakes onto your shoe and is just sort of there until you get rid of it. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast... Yes. Caked onto our uh, shoe. Cannot get caked rid of this on- show. Caked onto my life. Nothing I can do will remove it. Yep. We try so and, hard. Uh, we try to buff it out. Yep. I try. So, and yeah, I, just, I, I never, I always assumed I it was based. Goodbye. Oh, my. Go ahead. Based on the uh, food cake, I never knew it was based on some other made up thing. Obviously, uh, everybody also thinks it's cake, the food. Right, so they didn't do a very good job of of differentiating themselves with the word, but it didn't really matter. No, no, I was, yeah, it's, no it's a difficult, it's a difficult conversation yeah. to have to to have. Could so. have been caked, I suppose. Could have been. So, uh, I, Tyler selected this episode. He wanted to do Cake Shelton. Uh, Tyler, do you like the band Cake, or you just like the name of the two together? I like Cake. What is your favorite? Do you like albums or just uh, singles? Oh, I like I like it all. Really? How long yeah, have you I liked like, Cake, the band? I've liked Cake for quite some time. Like in high school is when I found Cake, and I like them. And my buddy, his mom, for some reason, also really likes Cake and had all the albums. So mm-hmm. he gave them to me on a DVD, so now I got them all. Nice. All the albums in one DVD, and that's pretty good. One DVD. So that's what's up. But yeah, I, I like Cake. And I like albums and I like songs. I have favorite songs and favorite albums. So my first, my f- my first introduction to the band Cake, I believe, was the song "Never There" that we just played. If I remember correctly, it was on a Now CD. Uh, does this sound? You know what I'm talking about? I believe we thought the song was funny. We thought it was, it was like I think it was Now, like Volume Two. Yeah, it's pretty early on it in the Now career. Early. Yeah. And uh, we I, we just like thought that the uh, little the little beginning the intro was just so funny, and we showed it to our little cousins, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Listen to this dumb song," and then we just kind of listened to them forever after that. It's true. It's funny because uh, they with the song "Never There," I read an uh, a thing that was saying that they were gonna stay one hit wonders, and nobody else like, "Oh, I don't think that they're like have enough." to continue to have hits. Right. And then they had, uh, and that was The Distance. The Distance, I believe, was their first. That's um, correct, because Fashion right? Nugget no. was their second album, I believe. Yeah. And so, like, in, the reviewer was like, yeah, I don't think that they're going to have other hits. I think they're going to be one-hit wonders. And so then they had Never There. Then they had Short Skirt, Long Jacket, which is a good song as well. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't really have anything much after that. But 
They did have more they're hits. T- technically they're no hit wonders. I looked. They have no they're on the, no on the modern actual rock no hits. No like top forty hits. Right. They've That's had, what I mean. They were on modern rock. And yeah. The bill, like the top one hundred. Yeah. The highest 100. was number. Uh, they got to number seventy eight. I believe gotcha. that was for the distance or never there. And one of the three got to number seventy eight. None of them. The other ones charted. Right. On Billboard. But it doesn't really matter. They were Billboard. Like, had, Billboard. Bill Burr. Oh my! They charted Bill on Burr. Bill Burr. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, Why you got all these musicians on me? Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like they had the cover of "I Will Survive" off of uh, the uh, Fashion Nugget album, which Gloria Gaynor, the singer, considers it her least favorite version of the song due to its oh. use of profanity. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I mean, oh, okay, that's unnecessary. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't, I'm surprised that, like, because I love versions of the song that she's heard to come to the conclusion oh, that's yeah. her very least favorite version that's of the song. That's a good question. We should ask Because there has to be other... Gloria, where are you at? There have to be other versions of the song. Eventually, she'd be like, actually, I think that's a little worse than the cake version. I'd mm. have to have to go out. And let me say that I I like the covers that they do yep. because I think yeah. that Cake in general, um, they have a unique sound in a lot of ways, and so when they make covers, it's nearly impossible for them to not make the song their own song. Yep. They've got a cover of War Pigs. They've yes. got the yeah, cover awesome. of I Will Survive. Hmm. They have like yeah. a, a Frank Sinatra covers, Doris yeah. Day cover, like a yeah. lot, like all of them. But the way Kenny that like. Rogers. Mahamana, do 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 from the Muppets. Mahamana, yeah, it's a great cover. Kenny, yeah. they got the Kenny Rogers cover. Which one was that? What what did they do? Ruby, don't take your love to town. Oh yeah, that's true. I did listen to that. Was that on the B side album? Uh huh. Nice. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that John McCree, the lead singer of the group, has such an odd like pattern to his vocals, yep. like because he's like very monotone, kind of spoken. He sings a little bit, but mostly it's kind of this monotone spoken version of his his lyrics and his vocals. His his like way of writing is very like satirical in a lot of ways. Like he's very sarcastic and mm-hmm, wry, mm-hmm. and like the way that he performs. It just kind of screams like this is different than other things, and like their influences are all over the place, and I love it. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yep. Yeah, it's they're just like a a mashup of a bunch of different stuff, really. Right. I mean, they they fit the alternative rock title better than a lot of bands do yep. because they yep. literally are just they're of course they have rock elements, but they're so all over the place. There's really no other way to describe. Yeah, them. I saw uh, that it's like mariachi music hip-hop music like Mm -hmm. lots of different things latin influences country influence yeah even a little bit ska to an extent Mm. i would agree well because you got the horns horns. baby yeah but in the way they play the horn the horn styling is kind of scosh yeah that's pretty i don't know i like it i like lots of stuff Mm -hmm. i uh I, do you like Showroom of Compassion? I listened to that album this week. I hadn't listened to it. It came out in 2011. I hadn't listened to it in forever. I remember it being a thing and listening to some of the songs, uh, namely the two big singles, which are yeah, Long Time and Sick of You. Yeah. Um, did you like that album? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's not as good as, the, as some of their older stuff, but sure. I think it's pretty good. I think they kind of... Uh... I'd say it's difficult for them not to make something that I'm going to like because they, they vary. They vary across albums in terms of sound and things are just different. I like Comfort Eagle a lot. That whole album is really good. I mean, they're they're predominantly like a late 90s, early 2000s band. Like, you know, that's kind of where their popularity um, 
kind of surfaced, mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, I think they're one of the groups that, like, kind of came out of that era that, like, I still think stand out well. Because, again, yeah. they sound different. There's never really been another band that sounds just like Cake to me. Like, I have a friend who still listens to Cake all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of their favorite bands. And so it's like... You know, like if you're if you're that into cake, like maybe there's something to cake at that point, mm-hmm. you know? Well, they all their albums had like relatively high critical acclaim, like looking at all music mm-hmm. um from the like Wikipedia page, right. they all were like three and a half, four out of five stars. Right. And you don't really get that kind of um um uh, uh like rating album by album for that many albums in a row for an sure. old rock band. Like usually right. you have maybe one that's like a three out of five and the rest are like sure. twos from that era. Yeah. And they've honestly, they've charted fairly well too. I mean, you know, in the, in the time that they, you know, when obviously records sold a lot more, they, you know, they went platinum in 98 mm-hmm. and they got to the debut their their day. De- they debuted at the top of the billboard charts with their most recent album, but of course that was in like you know 2011 when albums didn't sell as well. But no. still, you know, like S- supposedly uh, they have a new album coming out at some point. They had a single come out in 2018, but uh, no no kind of a pro- progress from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. That's the song they did uh, since they had any kind of uh, album. So we'll see. Yeah. What's your favorite song? <sighs> ah. I think the distance is like their, uh, their best. Maybe I don't know about their best song, but I think it's their like signature song. I would I would say the distance. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's I would one you like. I think so. I think yeah. that personally, I would say that my favorite song is still never there. I think di- the distance is a very very good song, uh, but I think that I was kind of introduced through that song, and it helps me. I, I guess it kind of reminds me how much I like them when I go back on a song like that. So nice. What about you, Tyler? What's your favorite song from Pig? Well, I've kind of t- torn between two of them. I really like. So I can't. The first song I heard was "Short Skirt, Long Jacket," and then I found that album, and I really like "Shadow Stabbing" on that album, mm-hmm. which is the third track. That's a pretty cool song that I've always really liked. But I also really like Satan's My Motor. Satan is My Motor is such a good song. That's fair. I, I, I've i heard that that's a pretty good song. So I listened to uh, Meanwhile, Rick James, and I thought that was a pretty interesting song as well. Yeah, that song's cool too. Yeah. They have, I mean, like, uh, we when we talked about Black Sabbath Record Roundtable, I don't even know if we got to their War Picks cover because I had so many covers that I had found. Right. But that was, like, I mean, that's a good, interesting cover as well. It's like one of those, I like when covers are nothing like the original. Right. Like yeah. sometimes like sometimes when you um when you do a cover and it sound like you can make it sound good when it sounds exactly like the original and like that's not necessarily bad but I think when a band or artist does something completely off the cuff with a song that's way better. Yeah. So I will say this too is that um and, and it's kind of odd cuz again like their musical style to me is very very strange but like they're actually like not that strange of a group like there's not a lot of really really odd things going on within their history like they're kind of like there's quite they're quite on the down low Mm -hmm. in comparison to what you would expect a group who kind of sounds very odd but i did find some interesting things so for instance um mccree the uh the lead singer john mccree has been featured on two different songs one with uh ben folds on the album uh rock in the suburbs 
He's on the song Fred Jones Part 2. He's not super prominent vocally, but you can kind of tell, you know, because obviously he sounds different than Ben Folds. Uh, he is on a song with a Mexican group called Kinky. He does the vocals on a song called The Headphonist on their album Atlas. But what I found, and I think this was the most interesting thing that I found, did anybody happen to land on any information about their old drummer, Paulo Baldi? I don't think so. Tyler, mm-hmm. do you know anything about Paulo Baldi? No. Not particularly, no. So Paulo Baldi uh, is not only from Cake. Because Paulo Baldi is also in perhaps one of the strangest supergroups I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. He is in the group the Claypool Linen Delirium, which I don't know if you ever heard of the Claypool no, Linen Delirium. I think I got the two names I here. I think you're probably right. Because probably Julian Lennon. Uh, it is not Julian. It's Sean Lennon. Sean. Dang it. Sean Lennon being, of course, the son yes. of well, Yoko so Ono Julian. and yeah. John Lennon. And then, who's, do you know who Claypool is? Yeah, it's Les the, Claypool. Yeah, Les. From Les Primus, Claypool right? from Primus. Okay. That's correct. Uh-huh. So the the drummer from Cake, yes. the lead singer and bassist from Primus, yes. and the son of John Lennon are oh, all in goodness. a group together. Yeah. And I found uh, on an album that they did together, it's an EP called Lime and Limpid Green. It's a bunch of uh, covers. I found one that I thought you guys might enjoy. Okay. So this is the Claypool Lennon Delirium. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's just so like it's so not related to cake, but it's kind of related it's, to cake enough that I want to bring it up. Second weirdest Primus related cover album. Oh, you think so? You know what number one is? Primus in the Chocolate Factory with the Fungi Ensemble. They did an entire cover album, Primus, of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory songs. I, I guess it would that. be Charlie, but yeah, Cheer Up Charlie, Golden Ticket, <laughs> Candy Man. My God, I'd love to hear Primus do those songs. Well, someday we'll cover Primus. I think they're oh, in I my pray. they're in my list. Yeah, but yeah, again, they're not like they didn't have a whole lot of interesting stuff going on from my perspective. Like no. they're, you know, I they're, read the Wikipedia cool, page but... and it was nothing that really stood out too much. They were like you know performed on late night things. They are known for uh, their covers of things and uh, their hit singles. And the monotone voice of the man. I like their music videos too. They were kind mm-hmm. of the OK Go before OK Go. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, one of the videos, um, the I can't distance. Remember, n- may, well, that one was one. There was a video. I think uh, I can't remember which song it was. Where they were listening to the thing and then critiquing it. The band was. You I thought that, that was the distance. That was, was that not the distance. I don't know. Let me look it up. One of the on short skirt long jacket, they're just playing it for people on the street and asking them what they think about it. That's, That's it. One. That's, That's the, the one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I remember which that one it was, video. Yeah. I remember that video. Uh, it was on probably TRL or something like that. But yeah, they had they had pretty interesting uh, music videos at the time. The short skirt long jacket. Good yeah. job, Tyler. So proud of you. Yeah, I'm on it. I see that you are. I remember That's that music video. Yeah. But again, like, yeah, I, I think, again, the most interesting, I mean, and thank God, because I like covering groups that are kind of in this 
like regard. I like that the most interesting thing about them is <gasps> the music. Like I yeah. just you know like the music is really cool. It's got an odd sound to it, and it's not like again it's different from other group sounds. They're not like it's not just like you know silly fun times with cake. It's just like their music is just interesting and cool, and the way that they perform is different from other groups. Agreed. Yeah. I I agree as well. I think we all agree. Yeah. Though I will say that uh, McCree has some very uh, fun influences that are listed that he says. He says that some of his uh, major influences are Hank Williams, Tom Z, uh, which is a uh, multi-instrumentalist from Brazil, Mm -hmm. uh, the Golden Gate Quartet, Mm -hmm. which is a vocal group from the 1930s, and Sly and the Family Stone, which, you know, all of those things just all make sense. They all make so much sense. And that's the best part about it is that like McCree just seems like a guy who like just listened to a lot of music. And the funny yeah. thing for him too, is that he had come up in music ahead of time and he kind of like bullied the members of cake out of other bands to be in a I band with that. him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's kind of funny. Cause like, I, like I like the way that he performs vocally, but I love the idea of him being like, Hey, be in a band with me. And they're like, okay, I'd like to hear you sing. And he just talks into a microphone. They're like, I think that's golden. Let's do that. <laughs> yep. That's it right there. Do you want to play it? You should play Mahamana. Okay. That sounds good to me. <laughs> My favorite part about the song Menomina is that you could listen to it for like eight hours and you'd never notice it was still going on. That was that that mm-hmm. version is more true to the original than the Sandra Bullock version. I could imagine. You know, you know she did it. Did you know she did it on the Muppet Show? Not. The Frey did it. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> the Frey did it. When did the Frey do that song? I th- what what was that on? I I I know that they did that. I can't remember. It was that. the it was Muppets the Green album. It's just a compilation. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because the Alkaline Trio did moving right along. That was fun. Yeah, that was great. that's okay. Right. Go was on there as well. My Morning Jacket was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that now. Donald, yeah. <laughs> there's a mix up or a mashup version of Donald Trump doing it. Wait, oh, really? Gross. Yeah, from four years ago. That sounds about right. Who's that? Donald Trump doing a. Uh, uh, they just mixed him saying things to make it sound Who's like Donald him. Trump? Uh, he is the former president of the United States. Oh. And failed oh. businessman. <laughs> well, no. Maybe Cur- not. Currently, uh, mostly just a member of many cases yes. in, in courts. Is, yes. I should not say failed businessman. Failed steak salesman. That's uh, that's, yeah, that's for it. sure. He and, definitely and educator. Yes, definitely yeah, failed educator. <laughs> I plan to put a picture of Donald Trump in the picture, but with the the, the weird lips from the Menomina characters from the Muppets. I think oh, that's gonna, nice. I think that's gonna uh, we're gonna have time. to stop talking about politics, or we're gonna lose more listeners. Oh pals. boy, you're, yeah, right. you're right. Yes, <laughs> we should. Can we talk about that now, real quick? Oh boy, is this a good place yeah. for it? I don't know. I guess. 
Go ahead. I don't know either. So we got a we got an email. Uh, this is more in particular towards Record Roundtable than Good Band Bad Band. But you know, this seems more like a Good Band Bad Band conversation. Yeah, less people will hear it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so uh, anybody who's listened to some of our Record Roundtable episodes may be aware that uh, at one point we talked about the Smiths, mm-hmm. and uh, Morrissey is maybe a little questionable about certain things that he's done in his life. And somehow we got on the conversation of uh, Duck Dynasty, and we called them uh, Duck Serial Killers. Well, isn't it, didn't he say that? Uh, that is what Morrissey said, and we were quoting him, but okay. we weren't necessarily disagreeing Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, that, I mean, okay. Morrissey called them Duck Serial Killers? He did. Really? He did. That is, <laughs> it was a direct quote. It was indeed a direct quote. But we did, you know, we did not not disagree. Yeah, we did not and uh, like uh, the Doug Dynasty people in that episode. No, and uh, they did not, the, the listener did not particularly enjoy the fact that we had that conversation. And yes. he said that we needed to keep our mouth shut and that we were pretentious gay boys. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Pretentious little gay boys. I don't even know if I've been called a gay boy before like that. I have. Such a derogatory <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. He also said that my mouth is bratty. He did say that our mouths were bratty. It's true. We need to shut our bratty mouths because we're pretentious gay boys. I was more focused on the gay boy thing than the bratty thing. It's probably fair. I don't know. They all might be, you know, have a a hint of truth in them. Sure. I agree. I I can see where this person that likes Duck Dynasty would feel that way about us. I agree with that. Yes. So, listeners, if you've ever had an issue with something that we said on the show, please email us so we can read it. Yes. Email us so we can read it and also make sure to uh, call us what you would consider names. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think calling me a gay boy is an insult. I take it with pride. Uh, I don't. Really I get it, it because they hey, like pride. I get it. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ah. Come on, is it the worst you can do? I want to hear. Let's see some people come with some really nasty things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me that. Tell me that I would have sex with the the ducks that Duck Dynasty would have murdered. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Really, oh my. really grind it into me. Anyways, <sighs> let's. Uh, how about we go ahead and transition to Blake Shelton? Now? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, everybody. Mm. He is is truly the voice of country music. What a guy. You used to have a mullet, now he doesn't. Baby, what a baby. (laughs) Did he have a mullet? mullet back. He didn't yeah. have a mullet. Nice. Everybody in the 90s had a mullet. That's... All the country people did. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't really a 90s country guy. That's true. Much. His first single was in uh, 01. Yeah, so. so he's more of a 2000. I mean, but I think he's close enough to the 90s that he can still rock a mullet. That's true. So, so I found an interesting thing. Oh, um, you want to get right to it? All right, go. Let's oh, it. you know what I'm doing? No, I'm just that uh, you, you found it interesting. Well, you're ready, it, you don't even want to talk about who Blake Shelton is. You're ready to go. Oh, I mean, we can go. He's a country music singer that has a lot, a lot of hits, a lot, a of, lot hits. of country hits. A lot of country. He hits. is for some reason one of the most prominent mu- per- people in country over the last two decades. True. Yeah. What is that about? I don't think he's that great. He's not. He's like compared no. to other people that are in that pl- like place. Yeah. He's no Toby Keith. He's no Toby Keith. He's no Garth Brooks. There's a reason that they don't had... even mention. Don't mention that man's <laughs> name. <laughs> not here. I mean, I don't know who like 
So, okay, we'll do this in a second. I will say that he, you know, he's no Toby Keith, but he could have been. Because they could have given him, I want to talk about me. That's what I was going to go through. But they didn't do it. Yeah, he was. gave it to Toby Keith. He was supposed to release a song entitled, I want to talk about me as a single. However, the label considered the song unsuitable for a leadoff single. So they gave it to Toby Keith, who made it number one. Instead, Blake Shelton's first number one hit was the song Austin, which Austin is a weird song because I I have learned though listening to it the last like year I don't think I understand because the person so me and Tyler were talking about this uh like a couple months ago so okay. now is a great time to go over it okay. so the song starts out where this person is in love with this girl sure. and she's moving to Austin okay te- yeah. Texas you see and so then she, uh she calls him uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Tyler, but I'll, I'll keep going. She calls him, and his answering machine picks up, and he is like, "Hey, I'm doing this. If it's Friday night, I'm at the ball game. If it's Saturday, I'm on the lake. If, you know, because he, he every weekend he changes his his voicemail for some reason. Sure. So yeah, he's got lots the, more time than any of us really have yeah. for some reason. He does, so he's got no time. To answer the phone no. because he's always he's, going he's to the away. lake he's or the away. ball game yes. or whatever. Yes. But he does have enough time to make sure he changes the voicemail so people yes. know. End of the song, he of the voicemail from the first verse, he says, if this is Austin, I still love you. Now, the thing I don't get is why this person's name is the city that they moved to. Because, Jared, Austin is actually a boy. Oh my! And Blake Shelton is a pretentious cape. Full circle. Oh boy! No, I yeah that is. An odd, I didn't ever really anymore after something like that. That's so let's just quit while we're ahead. <laughs> yeah. I did. It is odd. Like so, you... I've known this song for the twenty years it's been out. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to country radio early in the two thousands when I was a little kid. I've, I mentioned this on the show before. But I'll mention it again. We lived at this house and we had. No internet, no television, nothing when we first moved in. So I would sit in my bunk bed, and I would listen to my uh, uh, CD player that had a radio, and the only station that would come in was a country station. So I had to listen to country music. I literally had no other choice, it w- or it would be silence. So I listened to it, and it was around the time of these songs. Uh, Lone Star was a thing. Uh, uh, Rascal Flats were a thing. Uh, Kenny Chesney was a thing and uh, this song which I remember seeing the music video for Austin as well as the song Old Red which is a George Jones cover which is a pretty decent song of Blake Shelton and I remember Austin the song I remember liking the song I I like country story songs a lot so it tells an interesting story but I never like put together how weird it was that the person they moved to Austin and also their name their name isn't Austin. He just called her Austin. But he oh. only called her that because she moved there. So what did he call her before she moved there? It's a great question, actually. Why wouldn't he call her that name? Hey, yeah. if this is Candace, I still love you. That is an right. odd thing to like. Like if somebody moved to where we are now. Yeah. And like, so we're, we're in Ohio. We'll, we'll say Ohio is Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, if this is Ohio. But like. What like they just move here and like hey you must be Ohio it's like yeah. no I 
just move here. Now I'm gonna call you Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Like big you, tuna. I, I just call yeah, big tuna. <laughs> I just call anybody who moves to Ohio Ohio. But the person well, Yeah, the, it's weird. Go at ahead, the Donna. end of it, she he calls her and she calls herself Austin. That's true. Oh that's true. Because he's so, he, this is not an answering machine machine. This is Austin, and I still love this, you. That's what she said. I love you. Yeah. It's just a man talking about a city. That's what it is. He One keeps time getting he calls. Lived in Austin, then he moved out of Austin for Nashville, and then he misses it. Here's here's what it is. And the is whole that, city just talked to him. Here's what it is: is that uh, Blake Shelton has a um, he's got a, like you know a caller ID. Mm. Okay. But his caller ID doesn't say their name. It just says where they're from. Wow. So he, only has, keeps, he can only know 50 people. He can only know 50 people. Wow, so that would be a different city. It would be different yeah. cities. So he gets a call from this girl, and she lives in Austin, Texas. Oh. But the the caller ID will just say where she's at, oh. which is Austin, Texas. Wow. So he just assumes that's her name. That's oh. interesting. That's what happened. Huh. Well, you know, he just figured she moved back. To, she'd gone back to Austin. He don't know where she went to. That's a good point. And That's if she, weird. if he did find out where she went, he would probably call her that name. It probably would. It sounds like he's been berating her for a long time. He just calls her Austin because that's where she's from. But he don't know nothing about it. So he all he does is call her Austin all the time. I bet she probably doesn't like it if she moved too. She's like, I'm not Austin anymore. I don't even live there. Blake, can you stop yeah. calling me Austin, please? Yeah, you don't see me anymore because I moved out of your apartment. What don't you understand about this, Blake? Take your cat you and leave my sweater. Together. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song too. Can we also uh, the song that we started with, Boys oh, Around Here? Yeah, yeah, that song sucks. That is such a terrible That song sucks. Whatever. That song's where it's at. Chew back, chew back, chew back, spear. <laughs> like, it's just such, like, it is literally, like, when people are like, oh, yeah, generic country songs yeah, sing it, about X that. thing. It's literally He that. says, talking about beer. Talking about trucks, girls. Talking about trucks. Girls. girls. Talking about trucks. Talking about red dirt road. Like, he just, he, he hits every mark, and it's just like, this is literally the most generic country song. And it got a ton of playtime. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because yes, they will eat that generic country music up like it is just their chew in their mouth. Well, where else did you learn that they don't do the Dougie in Kentucky? <laughs> That's a good point. That's Lots true. of things to learn in this song about the... So I have, the, um... I have a song I want to play that's awful. Get it. It's called Get Ready, and it is a song by Pitbull featuring... Oh, it's... No, featuring no. Oh, no. Blake Shelton. It came out last year and it is an awful, awful song. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That what have they done? What have they done to Ram Jam? They've ruined Ram Jam. I love Ram Jam. Ruined it. Black Betty. I watched a uh, top twenty worst songs of the year list just this week, and somebody put this song as an honorable mention. It did come out last year technically, but it probably came out as a single this year, and that's how it fit in. But uh, it is an awful, awful song. Just horrible. Pitbull, every year he puts out a bad song. Blake Shelton also 
did a cover of the song Footloose for the remake of Footloose, and it is bad also. It's, yeah. it's interesting when you can be bad in both country and rock. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And in your marriage. We'll get there. Don't you worry. We'll get there for sure. I also, well, we're going to get there. Hmm? What? What? Huh? What did you say? Huh? We where, where, where uh, get nothing. there? What? My God. Another song that I want to I wanna listen to a little bit of is uh, the song I, I added it to the playlist. Okay. It is Forever Country. Yep. That was we were gonna play that. I was gonna have us play that, like last week, two weeks ago. What did we do that was country related within the last couple of weeks? Ludacris Stapleton might have been that. Was Chris Stapleton? No, that's been a while. No, back. it would have been. Uh, hold on, let me look at the list because I remember it. It doesn't matter anyway. So this is a song which is thirty country artists singing yep. Forever Country, which is a mashup of Take Me Home Country Roads, On the Road Again, and I Will Always Love You. Why everyone got to be ruining John Denver all the time? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. He had a Christmas Muppets album, and you want to ruin him like this. Believe it or not, that last voice you heard was Blake Shelton. Hey, we found him. No, he was in there more than once, yeah, but yeah. there were so many different like artists that were in there. Because Forever Country features, you know, basically every living country artist. Yeah, Willie's in there. Dolly Parton's in there. They get the whole Rascal Flats group. See, that was the one. That, that was, was the one. Yep. That I, was I the went one. and found it. The entirety of Rascal Flats. Yeah, yeah. Darius no, Rucker is there because thank God they welcomed him with open arms. Mm -hmm. Uh, little we big town. Model open. Welcome to Forever Country. Brad Paisley, Keith Urban, you know, basically everybody, and of course, Blake Shelton. Yes, he was there. there. I, I I found that a couple weeks ago. I I didn't think it was uh like worth it for the Rascal Flats thing because it was just like a moment. And the thing is, I don't think the whole like I get that the whole group was there, mm -hmm. but. I don't know if they all sing. Do they all sing? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. They're like the well, if you look like the, the country like, boy band. If you know? look at the 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 video, like like literally every per it just kind of goes like like I can't even imagine the recording process of Forever Country because like it had to have been just separate and then just. But put they it all just together. said like three words and oh, then they yeah. were done because there's like thirty freaking artists. So, anyways, it doesn't matter. Okay, let's talk about how Blake Shelton's a bad husband. I think that'll be fun. Whoa. What do you got? Maybe that. Maybe maybe he'll be better now. I don't. What did know. he do that you didn't like? I don't know. He's on his third. I'll wife. tell you what he did. He is on his third wife. That's well. He, he's not married to to Gwen Stefani yet. They're, they're engaged. They're he's, planning it right now. He was in the news yesterday. They're they're talking about who they want to perform at their wedding. They're uh, getting ready. Do you need that? Do you need to, if you're both artists who perform music? Do just, you need a band like? Don't you have enough music? Ooh, they could sing their first song together, so they'd be like doing like their wedding dance Ooh, while also singing. singing with like attached microphones on. Uh -huh. 
Well, it would be even cooler. What if if it was uh, Miranda Lambert singing with who was the person that was was it Gavin Rosdale? Am I right? Yes, Gavin Rosdale. That would be cool. Miranda Lambert and, and Gavin Rosdale singing and... singing a some Taylor Swift breakup song cover. Ooh, there you go. Be cool. These are oh, all we've got it, boys. Listen, why are we doing this still? We just got to give up. We We're got wedding all these good planners. Ideas. We're wedding planners. Yep, yep, yep. And then right. they could sing that to them as they walk in. I would love mm. that. Country roads, get a divorce. Um, yeah, it's weird. Their relationship is kind of odd. At least uh, they were – he was divorced by the time he did get with Gwen Stefani, we sure. assume. Sure, So that's good that he wasn't cheating on his wife. To our knowledge. Yeah, I don't to know our knowledge. But it's odd that you are like, hey, you're a judge on a show. I'm a judge on a show. We should now be engaged. Especially because they're two, what I would argue to be very different people. That's you true. know, like yeah, uh, she true. comes I from like so. like ska, punk, mm. pop, so, like yeah, California vibes, right? And then he's right. a clearly Chudabaka, Chudabaka, Chudabaka spit country artist. Mm-hmm. So he's a spitter. Yeah, <laughs> he's a spitter. Do you think he's got a mud jug? I hope oh, so. Yeah, he's got one. He probably he makes those uh, those chew like uh, review videos on YouTube too. Yeah. He really needs his own certified mug jug. Mug jug. I would, I would think that that's a good idea. Yeah. I would think that's a very good idea. Um, they don't, they don't fit together though. You're, you're right. No, I just there. doesn't make sense to me. I mean, like, I, I guess it just makes as much sense as, at least from my perspective, Blake Shelton being on The Voice at all. Yeah, you know, he's the only one that's been there the whole time. I know, and he's like not even that. He's not a particularly interesting singer. He just sounds no. like any other country. He's artist. good at picking all. Okay, so what he does usually, he picks people that do country music because he's in country music, right? And the people that watch The Voice, a large portion of those people like country music because of Blake Shelton. So he's well, not only because of Blake Shelton, it but helps. What else do they have to watch? They're just sitting at home. He's solidifying a demographic. Sure, it's true. So he's like, hey, I like. I, I do this music, and so I can help you do this music. Sure. So he picks the country people. The country people do well, and then, like, he just is went. So I hope I hope that Blake Shelton, uh, he forces anybody who's on his team to chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit at least once. Like, no, you can't make country music until you chew at least once. So in 2020, uh, the winner of The Voice, not to spoil it, if you guys haven't watched it yet, turn your earphones off. Todd Tymon oh, won, man. and uh, it was the 18th season of the show, and he was uh, the Blake was his mentor, and so that was the seventh time that Blake Shelton had won. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven of 18. So that's that's not too bad of uh, of numbers there. That's a pretty good margin. Uh, yeah, and the guy if was, was if it had any meaning behind it. it was I agree. he was forty two, which made him the oldest winner in the Voice uh, history. So that's kind of, I guess, cool. I guess the other thing though that I will say, because I mean, obviously, the Voice is in the same vein as like a American Idol. Okay, it's kind of the whole point, right? Similar, yes. The Voice, to my knowledge, has never really made anybody like. Mm. No. Like they were talking no. about all the people that Blake Shelton had that won, and I was like, I don't know any of these names. I've never heard well, of. Well, they're a single... all country people. It doesn't matter. None of the... I've never known anybody who came off the Voice. Hmm. Nobody. Well, me either. Cassidy Pope, 
who was the lead singer of uh, Hey Monday, a pop punk band. She did the voice and is now in country music. So that's a name. Sundance Head, who was on American Idol forever ago, uh-huh. was on The Voice, and I believe he won The Voice. Mm. So that did he win American Idol? No, he did not uh, win American Idol. So he couldn't win American Idol, but he could win The well, Voice. He needed so. to be seasoned more. Uh, they needed mm-hmm. to put him in some music pebrica. That makes sense. Season him. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, okay, so like, who's know. who's the voice? Kelly Clarkson. I don't know. That's a good. I don't know. I don't really. I there's mean, nobody that's really had a ton of chart success from The Voice, right? From from what I can gather. Yeah, it just seems odd to me the idea that you because I mean it's kind of it's the same really thing as like that. It's about it like is. the show. No, I, it. I get what you're saying, but it's what's not. the point in having a competition if the winning the person who wins the competition to get ratings that, doesn't matter. That season. You, you, if it's you the move same thing with like the America's Got thing. Talent. Like America's oh, Got Talent is ridiculous. That. Yeah, nobody cares who wins that show. No. So, I don't know. Just seems like a waste no. of time to me. Man, I can smell you from here with your soapbox. Yeah. Get <laughs> maybe up on maybe it. I should perform on The Voice and show them how, yeah. how I can do it. Oh, I wow. guess. Maybe don't do that. Oh. Then Blake will be your buddy and he'll make you chew tobacco. Oh, that's a good idea. I feel like I would want to hang out with CeeLo Green. I would Ooh, definitely I hang out with CeeLo that. Green. That's I who I would want to hang out with. I, mean, I'd, I'd hang guess. out with Gwen Stefani, too. She's kind of cool. Other, except the fact that Not Adam Levine. Adam just just be careful if, uh, you know. You know. I don't want Blake Shelton all jealous of me. Right. Tom Tom Jones hosted in the UK. Or not hosted, but he was a mentor. That's a pretty good guy. Yeah. And right. Boy George was also on there. He's an interesting fellow as well. That's true. So here's another couple things I found about old Blake Shelton. Sure. He has won at one point in 2016, hosted the Kids' Choice Awards, Nickelodeon. Weird. Yep. He was inducted into the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. Very important thing that you can do in Oklahoma. He called the recognition unbelievable and an honor. Uh, hmm. And then uh, Cheryl Crow, former Good Band, Bad Band alum, has mm-hmm. uh, credited Blake Shelton with inspiring her musically. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why either. He's also, according to Forbes in 2015, worth $28.5 million mm-hmm. annually. Jeez. Every year, $28.5 million coming in for old Blake. Every year? That's what it says, according to Forbes. I will, right. I will also say, and I, I think that this is maybe, I think this might be his greatest accomplishment. Yes. As you're going through the list of accomplishments. But in 2017... People Magazine did name him the first country artist to be the magazine's sexiest man alive. So hmm. he was the se- like he was number one sexiest man alive, no, 2017. That's not right. He's only the it's second true, musician, oh, apart know. from Adam Levine, oh, yes. other uh, voice cast member, to receive that coveted honor. I don't of being think that I alive. like people that read people. I don't think so either. My mom used to get People Magazine. I would read it for the articles. What like what do you get for being? <laughs> what do you what do you, you would read it for the articles? What else would you read it for, Jared? It's kind of like Playboy. I know what you were saying before. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you were actually joking or if you were just having to say it. What I would do is I would go to the end and I would read. I like the, to look at the pictures of the people. I would read the reviews of the movies and the CDs. There's nothing that you should take more credit in than People Magazine's review of your CD. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
I I remember that I would read uh, Reader's Digest jokes every once in a while. That's true. I think those I those that. are real bops. I remember that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Reader's like, Digest just so, it's just so dense. There's so much so much text in there. It's a, a little bitty on there. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't read that for the articles. There's too many. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it, I think it would feel nice to be the sexiest man alive. Hmm. But like, who's it for? You know, they don't do that. I don't think they don't do it in order. They just pick one. Like Time Magazine. Right. Well, no, I guess Time does just pick one. Or they do you pick get a trophy? One. No, no, you just get no, a magazine. No, you don't. <laughs> so I, I have to frame my People magazine. Here's cover. what they do. Actually, yeah. actually, here's what they do. What they do is they give you one free magazine, mm-hmm. and then uh, you have to. If you don't cancel, they're going to charge you for the uh, year. <laughs> so you have to go on and cancel the subscription after uh, you've been I named. hate you when I get, get a choice. They, they, they just send it to you, and they don't tell you anything. So when you win, it's really uh, your burden. Yep. <laughs> you don't you don't check your mail for a while and you're like oh i guess i won sex man alive oh no three months ago oh i've got a people's magazine yep. subscription now then also when you frame it and put it on your wall people will get to come in and go well yeah it's not time you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a great point that's a great that's point a different thing hmm. well i don't know i he's an interesting guy i guess yeah maybe I think that the most important thing that he'll ever do is voicing the character Earl in the movie The Angry Birds movie. Is that right? I think that's... He I did don't a think song for it, too. He won't be able to top that. Mm. The Angry Birds movie? It's a big deal. It is. He's the sexiest uh, man alive to play the voice of a pig in a cartoon. Bill Hader is in that, too. He didn't win Sexiest Man Alive. I always find it funny when uh, prominent comedians that I like do crappy cartoons. You mean like, like the Emoji movie? Yes, that was awful. T.J. Miller, what, what are you a, doing? What a fall from grace. Yeah, you know, I Dan Cook was in Planes. Did you know that? Way after his success, Jeez. he was the voice of uh, like Rusty something in the Planes, both the rig- like the first one, and they did a sequel too. Nobody, what? Real quick, this is not important in any way, shape, or form. Yes. What is the the best? A comedian role in a cartoon. I have my answer. I know what your answer is. Which is? It's the um, Patton Oswalt in, uh, what's that movie? Ratatouille. Called? Ratatouille. That is yes. the answer every time. Yeah. He did a great job in that role. Yeah. You every know, time. Jerry Seinfeld in B-Movie. That's, That's a good answer, too. That's not a bad answer. That's a good answer. Jim, Jim uh, or no, Mike Myers in Shrek. Tyler have a turn? Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Just keep reliving all of yours. You got one, Tyler? What do you got? Finish off your list, Jared. No, no, I don't have any Your more. full list so that Tyler can't have any. What kind of... I mean... Uh, animated film. You're talking some some animated film? I don't know. Yeah, don't see, he doesn't one. have anything. <laughs> Let's just vote. Tyler, come on. You got to come up with one before we can vote. Well, uh, let's think. Of, let's think. I don't know. Let me think here. Doesn't have to be a standard. Nope, Nothing? Would you count Will Smith? Would you count him as a comedian? No. No? No. I'm talking, was, I'm talking like stand-up comedians. Robin mostly. Williams was in uh, that Penguin movie. He was and also the genie. genie. He's a comedian. He is a comedian. Uh, oh. uh, uh, Steve Carell is uh, that guy. He's not a comedian either, though. Really. He was a stand-up. I mean, he was a stand-up early in his career at some I, point. Maybe, probably. Jim Carrey. People like him. This isn't important. Can we vote no. now? Sorry. All right, I'm looking at a quiz. Oh, oh yes. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Which member of Five Picker Death Punch are we? <laughs> it looks like I'm Jerry Seinfeld from the B movie. Okay, what's the quiz? No, I'm just looking, they're trying to see if you can figure out 
uh, who's who voiced these characters, but some oh. of them are not good. Some of these oh. are not good. People they would say Jack Black and Kung Fu Panda, you know. People like him. My God. Can we please vote now? <laughs> you asked for this. It got my mind thinking. I said real quick, it's not important, but I didn't say let's talk about it for 10 minutes. Listen, George Carlin was in cars. There we go. Jared got one. Or Tyler got one. Tyler got one. We're done. All That's right. Good. My vote is cake. I vote cake also. I'm going to have to also vote cake. Listen. Patreon also so voted cake. Hey, he's saying a thing. They're way good. They're way better than Blake Shelton. No one can deny it. They even are country. Mm. They're coming for him. Yeah, Blake Shelton has way more hits, but does that really matter? It is so easy. Not I don't want to say to get country hits. Like once you have one, you have like a billion. If you look at people you've never even heard of from the '90s, they have a billion number like top ten country hits. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the thing is, is if you want a country hit, then just say what every other country musician has ever said. And definitely do not be black oh, no. because they will not let you on when you make Old Town Road unless you can bring in another guy. Listen, Billy Ray Cyrus is like, hold on now. Whoa. Right, Whoa. Reeling in, reeling let's in. not forget. In. Let's not forget. Darius Rucker? No. Charlie Pride. He died. Charlie Pride, who just passed. Yes, you idiot. Unfortunately and sadly. <laughs> One time my grandma Respect had a book she borrowed for something about Charlie Pride's life, and I said, a book about Charlie Pride. She's like, "Yeah, I started reading it, but it's sad, so I quit reading." It. Oh, I was like, "Well, of course it's sad." Damn, it's about a black country musician in mid century. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I follow. I also follow Cake on Facebook, and they post some quite interesting things. My favorite black country musician sold his soul to the devil. Oh, that's fair. He did become very good at guitar, though, <laughs> from what I heard. I can't remember anything else that happened from that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> Whoa, day. What? Anyways, all right. Yeah, so Cake cake was voted as, okay. the, as the band for yeah, the, for, from, from Good Band, Bad Band. Band okay. The Patreon stuff. Cool. Hey, Tyler, say the thing about Good Band, Bad Band and the Patreon stuff. Oh, sure. You know, hey, if you guys want your voices heard on the show with regards to who you think is a good band or who you think is the bad band, you can come on over to Patreon and you can sign up to tell us what you think. If you choose Blake Shelton over Cake, though, we will boot you because it's just not right. No one should ever do such a thing. So for those of you out there, there's four of you who uh, did that, you better watch out. Anyone else coming in, don't forget not to do things like that. We'd also, if you if you join our Patreon, we'd love to hear who your favorite comedian who voiced a cartoon character is. We're, we're really looking forward to that poll as well. The, the real answer is Sinbad. He's got to be a cartoon somewhere. He's yes. got to be. He's got to be. He was Shazam. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not Shaq. Not Shaq. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. We are a wreck. Uh, next week, we're talking about the uh, best groups that we've covered. Worst. He's fixing it now. We'll fix it in post. The next two weeks, we're doing a cumulative list of the best and worst. One week is going to be one thing. The next week can be another. We're talking about who is the best of the best band, baby, and the worst of the worst bands. For just this year. For this year specifically. Season two, if you will. Uh, Join our Patreon and tell us who you think is the worst. It might be us. Goodbye.
um, uh, in uh, thing. My first, yeah, good job. Introduction was the word I was looking for. There Please cut go. that out. 